0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Practical Non Toxic Living by Ruan. Today's episode is a super short, quick little, quick tips episode (laughs) um, with Sophia and I. It's an excerpt from February's Ruan Pow Wow Workshop for the Detox Academy. Um, breaking down the recent headlines about forever chemicals and other toxins found in freshwater fish in the United States. So we talk about kind of the details of the study. We break down a little bit more research for you guys so you don't have to do the work. We did it for you. (laughs) Um, And we talk about some alternatives in our diet to... Um, continue prioritizing all the nutritious advantages that fish do give us in our diets, but while consciously reducing our exposures to some of these forever chemicals with this new data. I hope everyone enjoys, as always. Please feel free to reach out with any questions, comments. Um, you can email us at hello at ruanliving.com or DM us at practical nontoxic living or at ruanliving on Instagram. If you aren't already subscribed, subscribe to our newsletter. It's super easy. All you have to do is text DETOX, D-E-T-O-X, to 66866. Um, it's just a weekly newsletter. Every Tuesday morning, you get a bit of like light and positivity and some practical non-toxic tips in your inbox. Um... Also, if you aren't already a member, our Detox Academy is now live and enrolling. It's a membership-based community where you get to connect with other people um, striving to live more non-toxic lives. And also, you gain access to our... Founder and expert Sophia Rouen Goucher's whole library of non-toxic resources. It's completely broken down into easy to understand modules room by room of your house. So you have the diet detox, you have your self-care products detox, we have cleaning supply detox, um, interior design for all of your furniture, paint questions. Um it really has such a wealth of information. You get access to our weekly live events where Sophie and I break down um, non-toxic living and health and wellness trends in recent headlines. Monthly workshop where we give you a little bit more information to incorporate non-toxic living into your home. And also, you obviously gain access to our private community forum where you can connect with other people, which is such a valuable resource. Obviously, you connect with us there too. So if you have any questions, you have any... like pressing thoughts, burning questions, you can reach us there. We're always engaging, posting pictures, posting content, sharing even more than we do on Instagram, um, how we incorporate non-toxic living into our lives. So, it's just $47 a month right now. We do have a code. Um, it's actually going to be expiring at the end of this week. It's Spring Clean 50, and it gives you 50% off your first month membership. So, um, all you got to do is go to www.ruonliving.com, and um, it's called Detox Academy under the offerings tab and sign yourself up. Enter that code at checkout. Again, it's Spring Clean 50 five zero um and we look forward to connecting with you guys thanks so much and i hope you enjoy this quick little episode here we go
1: Hi, I'm Sophia Ruan Goucher, author of the critically acclaimed best selling book, A to Z of Detoxing The Ultimate Guide to Reducing Our Toxic Exposures, and founder of Ruan Living, the only wellness lifestyle brand that simplifies practical, non toxic living. Welcome to my podcast. And now we get to talk about fish. Why were you excited about the recent news about forever chemicals being found in alarming levels in fish? Why
0: was that exciting? (laughs) (laughs) I guess because, uh, (laughs) well, many different ways. I think it kind of like forces everyone to have a conversation about the fact that these chemicals are in everything, that is the byproduct of the past several decades of these chemicals being in all of our household items and um, beauty products without us really consciously realizing it. So although it's kind of a scary headline, I feel like it's such a tangible result of what the research has been showing behind the scenes, just much on more of a mainstream level now. So I also have been really excited, but for different reasons.
1: And I've been excited about the attention that recent studies have found about, you know, the alarming levels of forever chemicals being found in just one serving of fish has attracted a lot of news articles and it naturally raises the question of, so should I not eat fish? Similar to you, I've been excited that the news has brought this into conversation because we've actually known that there have been lots of highly toxic chemicals found in fish for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I had to quickly skim A to Z of detoxing chapter eight on what I wrote about POPs for persistent organic pollutants. So lots of studies have examined things like DDT, which was banned in the seventies after Rachel Michael Carson wrote Silent Spring, and other chemicals like PCBs, uh, and even more, they bioaccumulate in fish, but people don't really know that. And so the recent articles on Forever Chemicals is just bringing attention and really conclusions that also help you avoid so many other toxic chemicals in fish. So I'm excited for the conversation.
0: For those who haven't read the article, will you give us um, kind of a a quick summary of the recent studies that have come out? So
1: I, I was interested in the fact that the recent reports on EWG, CNN, and many other platforms talk about a study that was done on 500 samples of fish collected from 2013 to 2015. So it's actually from a while ago. So I was curious about that. But the point is lots of different kinds of fish, lots of different species were examined and forever chemicals were found in, I believe, all but one, a majority of them. So this has been really alarming because the levels are so high that News headlines are saying that eating one serving of freshwater fish could deliver as much of these forever chemicals as drinking one month's worth of water contaminated with PFOS, a particular type of forever chemical. And the serving is at 48 parts per trillion or 2,400 times the US EPA's recommended limits for safe levels of forever chemicals in drinking water. One serving of fish is 2,400 times higher than the recommended limit for safe levels of forever chemicals in drinking water. Pretty astounding. So after you learned more about this, how did it impact how you wanna eat? Does it
0: make you want to avoid fish? Personally, for me, it made me want to do some more research on what types of fish and what kind of, um, you know, fresh water versus salt water. Is it all fish everywhere that are this contaminated? Or are there ways that I can still enjoy fish here and there um, without ingesting all of those toxins, you know, all the time? So for me, from more of the integrative nutrition angle, Um, you know, fish are considered such an important part of our diet because of the omega threes and omega sixes that they deliver. What was so exciting for me is, as I was doing some more research is oysters, which is something that I do love. I found that they actually have like 40% more omega threes than um, like the same weight. So three to four oysters has 40% more omega threes than that same amount of salmon would give you which is really interesting to me. And they also are super high in B12, selenium and zinc. So they're kind of like a little superfood. And I was like, well, great, because I like oysters better than I like salmon anyways. And I know it sounds like, you know, expensive, or you got to get them at a restaurant, something like that, but you can actually get them um, from the whole food section. They sell them for, for pretty cheap, just like on, on ice. And then you can bring them home and even maybe serve them in your home. I think it's only certain days that they sell them. I don't think they're available like every single day, but I know like at the one near me, it's like every Friday they have oysters like for a batch that are pretty cheap. So
1: I'll have to learn more about that because my youngest loves oysters. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So great. You love oysters more than salmon anyways. Yes. (laughs) What did reading these headlines and these studies make you want to research more? What did that bring to your attention?
1: I also, similar to you, wanted to learn more. And it actually was really great timing because I had been Kind of, a, I had been avoiding fish for a while just because of all I learned about the hops being in fish and just other things higher on the food chain. I had been avoiding them, but then wondering is this the best thing for my growing children? They're missing out on the healthy omega 3s and other unique nutrients that are more bioavailable in fish. And so I started to think I should just push my children to have a little more fish. And I started looking into healthier kinds of fish. But I've always I've always been ambivalent. So then the recent studies on the forever chemicals being in fish made me feel more comfortable with how I had been approaching it, which is trying to serve things lower on the food chain. So anchovies is something that my kids will eat and I'll blend that up with olive oil and use it as dressing with diced kale and my kids I'm lucky my kids will eat that and anchovies are also really great sources of omega-3s and they have selenium as well and other great nutrients like b12 and Vitamin A, calcium, and some other things. Another thing my husband and I will have more than our children are salmon eggs, because those are relatively clean sources of the omega 3s and vitamins A, B12, and D. It's hard to get the kids to eat them, but we just keep having conversation about how they offer unique nutrients that are really good for their heart and their brain and their eyes. So slowly our middle child is having some and she said she doesn't like them but since I said they're healthy she'll eat them so she'll have some of the salmon roe with with just white rice and then the last thing we do instead of fish is we have lots of eggs. So because our oldest child is a vegetarian a lot of our homemade meals tend to be vegetarian. So we just have lots of eggs since we don't have as much meat and fish and other things higher on the food chain. Eggs are also a source of omega-3s. I know they don't have as much as maybe salmon eggs and anchovies, but they're also a regular part of our diet. But the idea of eating lower on the food chain is, is great from a toxic exposures perspective.
0: Those tips are so helpful. And especially um, your suggestion with how your household increases eating eggs as a way to get those nutrients into is so helpful because, you know, even the pickiest eaters will usually have at least a little bit of scrambled egg at almost all ages. So that's something that almost everyone can apply and bring into their homes. (laughs)
1: Thanks for listening. For podcast show notes, visit www.ruanliving.com, spelled www.r-u-a-n-is-the-non-toxic-living.com. To more easily listen to other episodes, please subscribe to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast. And if you'd like to support it, please like it and share it. Until next time.